Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Bezaz Hashem, Feedback and Insight, Share number 126. We use the word love a lot, and most of us don't understand what love actually means. It's a very confusing word in the English language, because we use it in thousands of ways. You know, I love hot dogs, I love mountains, I love beaches, I love my dog, I love my new car. Two romantic Lovers with each other will say, I love you, but what, what exactly does these things mean? Uh, remember the famous Bal Musser that uh, when someone said, I love fish, says, if you love fish, you wouldn't kill them and eat them. You would, you know, respect them, let them thrive or whatever. So the definitions of love, people have varied opinions of what it is. Some put a strong emphasis on the emotional aspects of love or the physical aspects of love. Some put their emphasis on the giving nature of love, than being a nice saint. Um, and, uh, you know, look at the Mechdalio about that. And the key really is, is we don't think about, what, when we talk about a love between a husband and wife, the real way to do it and how to love your wife, how to love your husband. First of all, we, f- we believe that it's not something that can be learned. In other words, some sometimes... Uh, they say, you know, I, I wish I could love her, but I don't have it within me to love her, or I lost that love, quote-unquote. So the implication of this is is that love is always something you feel. And when they say, I just don't have those love feelings, then um, I, 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 I don't love. But the idea being is that there's a lot of them, when they say this, it's, especially a couple of years into marriage, it's because they don't feel that euphoric feeling that they felt before they got married or in the Shana Rishayna and, you know, or this falling in love concept that takes place, like we talked about a few times, the infatuation period. And we commonly call falling in love or being in love, but what we call that is usually temporary, lasts, we said, generally for two years, and again, if someone's exposed to movies, songs, to books, secular books about romantic love, and they have the romance section in the in the libraries and so on and so forth, uh, they believe that if you have the real thing, if you marry the right person, the real thing, then those feelings that you have will last forever. And that is a misconception. That is not true. And that's not bad news, by the way. It shouldn't be depressing. It's just a reality of life. And... It's a positive thing, ultimately. The key idea being, and it's hard for us, especially the ones that are more emotional or place a lot of emphasis on their feelings to believe this or to accept this, but that the kind of love that leads to a long-term satisfying marriage is not a feeling. It's a big chiddush to a lot of people to say that. The, the, the true love between a married couple for a long-term satisfying marriage is not the feeling. Rather, what is it? It's the attitude with an appropriate behavior. Now, to make it clear, emotions are very important. Feelings are very important. One of our deepest emotional needs is to feel love. That's why when we're in that love-in-love stage in the beginning, in the fatuation period, in the euphoria, it's so satisfying. But when these feelings subside and they go down, then the real key and the real idea is to choose the love and learn how to love. It's similar to the concept of where Pesach, we have a tremendous hisiris that comes from Shamayim 
the Pesach Seder and Kriyas Yamsuf, all the Ha'ara of all these Nisim, and then comes the Avaida of Svir Sa'imer, which means now you go down to earth and now you put in that inner work in that 40-day period, 40, 49-day period to prepare for Matan Taira. Same thing with Vahafta Es Hashem Kecha. Most Mepharshim say that Vahafta is not the emotion to love, like the Magad Mezrich and others. It's a commandment to be misbinding on the Chesed of Hashem that will awaken your emotions and bring it out. Tanya from Perch Avav to Lamed Aleph has a lot of program going into depth about how you could be mekayin the mitzvah of havas Hashem and yiras Hashem, even if the feelings are not felt, but it's just an idea in your mind, or you're committed to the to the dedication. So, in other words, the same idea with Shabbos and all these things. It's a tremendous concept that when you go to shul and you don't feel like it, you are showing that is the etzamahava. Now, of course, you always daven that the feelings come come with it or come afterwards, and very often it really, really does. If you put in this work then ultimately you'll have those feelings come back and resurface. But but it always has its ups and downs. And when those feelings subside, then we need to choose to love. We need to learn how to love. If we do that right, then yes, it will stimulate those warm emotional feelings again in the one who is loved. Because emotions are really a response to the words and the actions of one who chooses to love me, one who chooses to love you. And... It's very, very important. We're going to talk later in a different shear about how to meet this emotional need. But the idea is, when we're told that we, need, that we need to love our wives, it doesn't mean that you should always have warm, positive emotions towards her. Of course, that's the ideal. But emotions cannot be commanded, like we said. We don't choose our emotions. Some deep, big tzaddikim on a big madrega could channel that they could control their emotions completely. Most of us are not on that madrega. And therefore, most of us, the idea is, is to love our wives or to love our husbands, is to choose our attitude and our behavior in a way of love. That is really what it's about. And that is really, really the key. Which means like this, it is a certain thing that requires, love is something that requires a lot of patience. A lot of patience to be patient with one's one husband and wife, that's a sign of love. That's an act of love. Chesed, kindness, is an act of love. We said before chesed, now of course, by the way, you know, when it says, have a makabal es kaladim b'seiv apanam yafais, you have a friendly face. Even if you're feeling not so good inside, you don't feel the emotion of that happiness right now. But you put on a happy face anyway. It's a roshosarabim. That is a chesed. That that is kindness. Of course, our goal is to to match it. That God willing, if we do that enough, and we're makabel to save upon him face with a friendly face, and we say kind words, and we're patient to our husband or wife, that the feelings will come and resurface or surface, and usually it does, Baruch Hashem. But the idea being is is the true act of love is the behavior, the attitude, the decision. Now, sometimes negative emotions could block the flow of love. Let's say your wife or your husband did something to upset you. You feel an emotion of anger or of hurt. And if you follow that emotion, you will lash out. 
back with harsh critical words, which will stimulate more emotions in your husband or wife. They will reciprocate back with harsh words. But what do you do is if you acknowledge your emotions, you're not feeling right right now. I am feeling a little upset. I am feeling a little anxious or angry or whatever it is. But I choose not to... I acknowledge my emotions, but I I choose to not act out on those emotions, but rather choose that hashkafa of love. That will mean that I will be patient. I will give myself time to calm down. And if, if it's the healthy atmosphere... And the right way, then you could share some of what's upsetting you in a kind, normal way, healthy way, communicate it with your spouse. Usually, if you do it that way, they'll respond positively back to you. But the idea being, and we really need to know this, that if you you have uncontrolled negative emotions, it could really, really hurt marriages terribly. You know, you can't expect to throw poisonous things in a garden and the garden will grow. So it's very, very important that to 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 be check your negative emotions and work through it and recognize sometimes I need to act the opposite of what that emotion is telling me. As a human being, we have to work on ourselves, of course, but it's normal to have a combination of negative and positive emotions. But the key really is the side of Adover is is do everything you can not to allow the negative emotion to dictate your behavior. Don't allow it to determine your behavior. Now you may say that isn't that hypocritical? I'm not echad, you know. I'm like echad bepev echad belave. Didn't we praise the shvatim that that they, you know, as as much as whatever that happened with Yosef, that they were honest, that they were they couldn't talk to him b'shalom because they felt that 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 the negativity in their heart. Yes, that that's true, but the idea is though. It is not hypocritical if your kavana is that you want to foster that love. If you don't choose to foster it, then yeah. But over here, it's really, I know I need to love this seed. I know I want to love this seed. So I'm going to choose to love in spite of that feeling. Kindness, believe it or not, is not a feeling. It is a word, it is a deed that enhances the life of your husband, that enhances the life of your, of your, of your wife. And if you express that love in words and deeds, you will most likely receive back that love from your husband or wife. And that will affect the emotions in a positive way. It will come back and there'll be a warm emotion. You use words to build up your spouse. You build them up this way. You find something small or even bigger, of course, something you like, you love about your spouse, their inherent beautiful quality, and you express appreciation for it. Everything is in the hands of Chaim it is, it is a fascinating thing. This is a famous story. I don't know if this is an anecdote or this actually happened, but I'm, I believe this, this could have happened. Someone went to a marriage counselor, a woman, and said, I want to divorce my husband, and I want to hurt him as much as I can because he made my life a living hell. So the marriage counselor said, you know how you get him back? For the next three months, six months, you shower him with compliments. And you, you, you support him and you do everything for him. And then when you become indispensable to him, when he thinks you love him 
then start the voos action. That will hurt the most. When you're building him up, he thinks everything's good, and all of a sudden you throw a monkey wrench on it, and you say, okay, I want a divorce. Months later, the wife returned to the marriage council. I followed this course. So the marriage council said, good, now file for the divorce. And she says, divorce? What, are you crazy? I, I fell in love with him again. I love him. So what happened was, most likely is that the husband's love language was words, words of affirmation, of needing to hear kind words said about him and, and, and chizik. That's what, that's, that's what his love language was. And his wife didn't recognize it. So for years he received words that were harsh from his wife. But when she chose to give him affirming words, now here the marriage council did it in a way where it was the idea to get divorced and to hurt him more. But Lamaisa, she gave him his, his, the affirming words that triggered that love in the husband to return that love towards his wife and to love her, his wife. And she felt that, and she didn't want to get divorced anymore. That is really a key, that sometimes the healing comes from loving your wife and listen to the shiurim on the five love languages in the numeric series that we have, the Shalom Bayis main. We will go it over soon, over here again, briefly, to get that into our heads. But the idea is is that it is a challenge for us to love our spouse when we don't feel loved by them. That is true. We have difficult emotions, we have hard emotions sometimes, and it's not always easy. We have challenges. But if you choose to be patient, meaning you don't pace back and forth when your wife uh, um, you know, is, is getting ready for a chasen and it's taking a little more time, just sit down and relax, look in a safer, read something, calm yourself down. Your impatient behavior won't increase her speed. It'll just agitate you more. And it could be, you know, you know, very difficult even for yourself. So the patience is a, is a major, major factor in love and expressing love properly. In Shalom Bayis is patience. Next is also to make requests, not demands. Would it be possible, could you please help me with this? Not that you must do this. I would like, you know, could we clean the house? Could we work together on cleaning the house? Would be even better because you're, you're helping to because guests are coming. But as a, as a request form type of thing, not as a demand form type of thing. You know, if you say, I hope you get off your computer long enough to do this and this and that, that's a demand. And usually there'll be resentment. So you have, it's very important to work first with polite requests and never demands. And there's other techniques to work if the requests don't help, but the demands are generally counterproductive. Also, and it's hard, we all have an ego. We have to work our best we can to overcome our selfishness. We are all inherently selfish. We have an ego. And... Really, the idea being is if you live not in that mode of selfishness, but rather you look at your wife and you say, I'm helping her reach her potential. And a wife looks at her husband. I'm helping him reach his potential, being the best that he can be. They both become winners. And that unselfishness, people think they lose from being unselfish. It's not a matter of being a shmat. It's a matter of just giving over to a higher good.
to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, really, who wants you to love and to give, and because Hashem loves and gives. And that is, that is how you generate that feeling of goodwill. So the idea being is our deepest emotional need is indeed to feel loved by the important people in our lives, certainly our husband and our wife. And you, whether you express it or not, and people think they marry for many different reasons, but there's always a deep-seated need in every human being that when they marry, they want, they want to love you as a spouse, and they want to feel love as a spouse. And when you feel love this way, life is beautiful. When you don't feel love this way, life looks a little darker. And that is really, really the key. And we need to remember when that stage one of euphoria, of that tremendous fiery love is not present, or it went away, or it went down, or sometimes you feel the opposite, the way you turn things around is not first say, oh, I'm going to wait to feel the emotion and then I'm going to act appropriately. And with that act of love, you do the reverse. Here you act the opposite of what you feel. And when you do that, like I said, ultimately the feelings do come back. And and this goes with, by the way, what we're saying here about marriage applies to all parts of Avedis Hashem where you do it because the actual act shows the deep commitment. That is the idea that people sometimes question, like why, you know, the reform and the conservative Judaism and others, that why are you so hooked up with these physical acts that you do if the, mo- you know, if the main key is the heart and the main key is the emotions of it. And the reality is, and the truth is, is as is Hasvah Shalom, a is not negating the key to the, that it's important, the emotions and the thoughts. Of course it is. The ideal way of performing any mitzvah is to have the kavanas alev, to put your heart and soul into it, to feel it and do it. But as we know, for example, let's pick Hanukkah Lecht as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an example. If you have all the thoughts and all the kavanas and you studied about Hadlakas Neiris for, for months and months and months and months, and you have that feeling Hanukkah comes, Bepoil, if you did not light that Hanukkah Lecht, you did not do any mitzvah whatsoever. And on the reverse side of it, if you light the Hanukkah Menaira, even if you didn't have any achanas and you barely had kavanah with the bracha, and it was just in and out, and like within 30 seconds, there's a famous story, I forgot the whole thing, with a chayza, who was a big miser, that he wanted to prevent from doing harm to Klai Yisrael, and with chayza wanted, through his tefillahs or whatever it is, to hurt this miser, this informant, and he said, it was Hanukkah, and he said, I can't, because the light of his soul is shining very, very bright, and they found out later that at that moment in time, he was lighting the Hanukkah licht. Even this Russia who lit the, the, the Menorah. So the act itself created that light. Obviously, ideally, you match the thoughts and kavanas to the action. Obviously, in marriage, the ideal is, the goal is, is that your emotions and thoughts should be filled with love as you're doing acts of love. 100%, that is the goal, the end goal. But in life, 90% plus of life, of married life, is to love your husband, love your wife by the attitudes and the decisions 
of actions and words with kindness and love, whether you feel the emotion right now or whether you don't feel the emotion right now. That is such an important yesayid that's kedai to repeat and repeat again. Ultimately, it'll come back. But you don't not do a good thing because you're not feeling like it. I'm not in the mood. You know, there's a famous recommended, the secular person, Dennis Prager, Terror Cafe, you look it up. He has two or three lectures on happiness. It's Kedai to listen to that. There's a lot of tremendous concepts in there about happiness being a value, not an emotion. Same thing over here. It's the sight in marriage, the emotions will come, you'll, but the, the, the fact that you feel, quote-unquote, out in love does not mean anything on how the marriage really, really is or really, really could be. It's the choosing of acting with the acts of love in the machshava and in dibur and in maisa and your thoughts, you choose, I'm going to behave that way, whether I feel the emotion or not, that brings ultimately the beauty and ultimately the emotions generally do follow over time, there is a feeling of Ill, a goodwill overall that increases and increases over time as you work on those healthy behaviors. Bracha and atzlacha.